You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, your favorite pop and geek culture talk show. Can we call it that? Yeah, it's a talk show. Yeah, okay. I'm Cody. Short, sweet, and to the point. I like it. I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. Oh boy, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news, including the Game Awards, which I guess I didn't realize was a thing until last night. Yeah, like I knew it was a thing, but I didn't previously care about it. And I don't, (laughs) and I don't still don't know if I care about it, but we're going to talk about it anyway. But first, let's talk about some things we checked out. And you know what? I'm taking the reins. I'm starting. Go for it. I'm going to do it. Uh, there is a documentary on Netflix that everyone needs to see if you are a person of our age. It is called Jim and Andy. It is a like behind-the-scenes half-documentary about the making of Man on the Moon, the Andy Kaufman film that Jim Carrey did. It is nuts. <laughs> that is oddly specific for a documentary. Well, here's the thing. They filmed a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff for that film at the time because they were do- going to do this like electronic uh, press kit and never used any of the, the, the footage. Hmm. And I'll tell you why Jim Carrey lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> I mean, during that filming, have you seen any of his movies from the nineties? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So he, and it's interspersed with cuts of current day today, Jim Carrey just talking directly to a camera and he looks like a, a homeless, crazy person. So, He's talking and he says, okay, so when I first heard I got the, the part, he's always been a, been fascinated by uh, Andy Kaufman because they kind of had similar kind of comedic styles when they were doing stand-up and that sort of thing. So he said he uh, heard he got the part and he was out on a beach in California and the ghost of Andy Kaufman came to him and said, okay, Jim, take a back seat. I'm going to do my movie. And for the entire production, Jim Carrey claims he was possessed by the ghost of Andy Kaufman. Oh my god. What? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I have to see this. And that the, is nuts. <laughs> and the reason why um and one of the things with Andy Kaufman is he had a uh, um a persona he would do sometimes. It was um Tony something or other. It was like this really jerk like super awful like misogynistic terrible horrible lounge singer act that he would do. And the Tony Clifton, Tony Clifton's the character's name. And Andy Kaufman always pretended like, you know, Tony Clifton was just someone completely different. They hated each other, basically. So there were scenes in the movie where Jim Carrey was also playing Tony Clifton. So on screen and off, he was in character as Tony Clifton yelling and screaming and being awful to people. And the reason why none of this film footage at the time was seen until today was because people looked at it in production and said, we can't release this. People are going to think Jim Carrey's a jerk. And this was like right after the mask, right after oh, yeah. prime Jim Carrey Jim or uh, um, Ace Ventura one and two, you know, prime Jim Carrey. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like there are, okay. It's cringe inducing at points. There are scenes where they are not filming the movie where Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman is meeting with the family, the actual family of Andy Kaufman and like telling his dad that he's proud of him and like having these long family conversations. He meets with Andy Kaufman's estranged um, daughter that he gave up uh, at birth, like put into adoption at birth. Never. She had never met Andy Kaufman ever. 
he and Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman talked to this woman for two hours as Andy Kaufman because he truly believed he was possessed by the ghost of Andy Kaufman. You guys? So weird. <laughs> you guys? It's nuts. <laughs> it's eye-opening how crazy that is. And there are shots of like, you know, they're talking to... Um, uh, Danny DeVito had a big part in it because he, uh, Kaufman and Danny DeVito yeah, were, were really good. Together. They were on tax together and they were really good friends. And there's, you know, and there's other stuff. And everyone keeps going. One, it is eerie how well Jim Carrey's doing, how good of a job he's doing as, as, and, as, and Andy, as Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. And two, everyone go, kind of going, this is weird. <laughs> there's something not right. This is weird. But yeah. Oh, boy. I want to see this. Oh now. boy, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's a Netflix documentary. Look it up. It's like an hour and a half long. It's mm, man, like mm. did Jim Carrey have syphilis or something and it baked his brain? I don't know. He, Jim Carrey has a lot of weird ideas about a whole bunch of things. But thinking about it, and actually after watching the documentary, thinking about it, a lot of like the weird, the Jim Carrey weird kind of popped up post. Man on the Moon, because that's when Eternal Spot, uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind was made. Was after that, it was a lot of the um, a lot of the Jenny McCarthy uh, um, vaccination vaccination stuff, stuff came up that, after that. that. Movie twenty three. The movie twenty three came up that after a that. Weird movie. I hated that movie. Oh, I hated it. I saw it in the theaters. I, I hated that was a that was a waste of money. <laughs> it was a waste of money and a waste of time. But that was awful. And weird, like the majestic, which I have a soft spot for, but it's a weird movie. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, but like just the weird, not funny, weird Jim Carrey stuff came out post Man on the Moon. What about uh, the Truman Show? That's pretty weird. Uh, Truman Show is weird. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't like Truman Show when it. I first watched it as when I was younger, but today I kind of I kind of like it a lot. It's a really kind of a real good thinker. I love that movie. Yeah, but yeah, like. Man of the Moon broke him. <laughs> Don't know. That's mm, weird. We went to the movies and oh, yeah? saw a movie. Oh yeah, that wasn't Justice League. Oh no, it was Coco. <laughs> okay, how I was it? See it? It was fantastic. It was really, really, yeah, cool. Really good. It might be my favorite Pixar movie. Really? It was that good. Wow. I mean, until Incredibles two comes out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Incredibles 2 is going to make me literally cry. <laughs> you literally cried, huh? Yeah. Both of us did. Oh, wow. It, it's a really, really good, really touching movie. If you have a grandma you or had a grandma, you will cry. Oh. Yeah. I thought maybe you were crying for that Frozen. Uh... Oh, that oh, made me want to cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> By cry, do you mean vomit out of your eye sockets? Yes, it was horrible. <laughs> it was 22 minutes long. Yeah. So the length of an entire television program. Mm -hmm. And they letterboxed it, right? They turned it to like, they like shrunk it down, didn't they? Or do something was like that? it full screen? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I was just wanting it to end. Yeah. <laughs> the songs were all completely forgettable. The plot was dumb. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants a, mo a movie focused on Olaf because nobody likes him. Who cares? I don't. Even, the kids don't even like him. Olaf was the worst part of yeah. Frozen. Yeah, I love Josh Gad. But... Yeah, but he, he is, he's the worst part of Frozen. I've never seen Frozen. 
Really? Not <laughs> once. It's okay. I, you know what? I don't care to see it out of principle. Fine. Everybody loves it. I have no interest. Okay. I, I feel just for that. I like it, but I feel like it's overrated. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. Like people, are like you know, oh my gosh, one of the greatest Disney films. No, it's not. Yeah, it's got one of the catchiest songs on the planet. Yeah, but... it's one of the best Disney songs in a long time. But no, like Tangled is a better movie than Frozen. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Tangled. Yeah, Tangled is a great yep. movie. Anyway, how was Coco? Was it good? Very, very, very good. Very good. I like it with marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, really good story. Really. The, the trailers, I was a little worried about it because the trailers made it look a lot like uh, um, Book, oh, of, Life. Book, Book of, Life. of Life. Book of Life. Is it similar? Like, it's not like it's it at not all? It's not like Book of Life at all. <laughs> good. Not even okay. close. Good. Good. I heard it, it does a really good job at like uh, honoring like Latin American traditions and stuff. Yes. As cool. far as I know, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the skeleton designs at first because of the way their eyes are, mm. but it, grow, it grows on you and it becomes fine. I think it's to do with it being in motion and yeah there's so much better moving than just a still image of a skeleton with weird eyes uh, okay gotcha um there's a el santo cameo oh there is <laughs> yeah oh well, then i'm gonna have to see it yeah. now i was like it's el santo and oh like, man nobody else in the theater knows who this is <laughs> but i do you're welcome yeah. frida Kahlo is in it <laughs> nice nice i saw that in the trailers actually yeah I mean, it's just a really good, really heartwarming, and really well done. The music is good. There's a lot of music. Well, yeah, that's what it's, it's about. Based yeah, about sure. yeah. Made me want to play Grim Fandango afterwards. It, that's, the, that's the other thing. It looks a lot like Grim Fandango. Yeah. I'm stuck in the middle of Grim Fandango. I think yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the never, woods. I've never finished it. Okay. We're done talking about Grim Fandango. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. What, what do you say? got to say? Well, it was pretty disappointing. Like, they had no faith in it. Oh, yeah. From the beginning, it's very clear that from the beginning parts that Disney has no faith in this movie whatsoever because they tacked on that awful 22-minute Frozen cartoon. Mm -hmm. And then there was a little, like, two-minute intro from Pixar explaining how hard they worked on this movie. Oh. It's like, just show me the movie. <laughs> you know, I want to see it. I paid for my ticket. Like, I'm already here. Yeah. But yeah. they're they're like... We worked really hard, so like, be nice, you guys. So artists to make this one scene. It's like I haven't seen the scene yet because I'm waiting for the movie to start. <laughs> Feels like a DVD extra yeah. tacked on the front. Yeah, I have <laughs> no idea why they did that, and it really sucks that they they uh, gypped us out of a Pixar short because of the Frozen short. The only thing that I had going for it was uh, Elsa. <laughs> Elsa's outfit was super rad looking. Okay. And there was some cute kittens toward the end. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> Do any of the uh, the Pixar shared world references pop Nothing up? Nothing that I saw, but there's a lot going on in that yeah. movie. A lot of crowd shots that they, where they can hide stuff. Mm. I wish I wouldn't have figured out the twist about 10 minutes in. Mm. But it is a children's movie. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. And it's it didn't make it any less powerful. But okay. Yeah, go see Coco. It's it's amazing. Cool. I'm glad I saw it instead of Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you're getting out of it. You, you guys still have to see Justice League. It's for the show. You got to do it. I mean, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> we almost did, but it's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. This is the first day off we've had Cody, at you the need same to, time. You need I to don't... eat your vegetables, okay? 
<laughs> I did. That was what the frozen short was. <laughs> yeah. That was ugh. Yeah. Even the kids behind us, they were getting really bored of yeah. it. I saw Justice League because I like torturing myself. Again? Again? No. <laughs> we talked we never, about it. No, yeah. did we? Yeah. We mentioned that we saw it and mentioned, that remember, we, gonna, we, we mentioned compliment we sandwich. Gonna, oh, right. Yeah, right. we yeah. were going to talk about it on this show. Yeah. And, and now then, we can't. And then we can't. This, this we show really is- We don't have time for it anyway. No, we don't. <laughs> this, this, pulling back the curtain, this episode is like a lot of things that we said were going to happen and then maybe not so much. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, we almost had a guess. We almost had a guess. That that is gonna happen. That is going to happen. Hopefully. No, I no, it will. You put the positivity out there in the <laughs> yeah. universe, man. It is gonna happen. It will. Yeah. Maybe our guest will watch Justice League and we'll, we'll talk <laughs> to her about it. There Maybe. you go. Maybe I don't know. I don't yeah. know if she's seen it or not. There we go. <laughs> just ask her. You yeah. just ask her to turn the interview. Why not? What the <laughs> hell? All right, go ahead, Josh. Go. Uh, well th- what else have you done? What did you do? <laughs> I went to work. Admit your crimes. A lot. <laughs> any, see that, fun, see, any fun stories? Yeah. See, that's the that's the tough part about this time of year. Everybody is working extra oh, yeah. over time. It it really makes it difficult to uh, you know find time to to do the fun stuff. It really you know and, and this and it's it sucks because this is the part of the year where you absolutely need to force yourself almost because do, it's super it's super easy to fall into that that rut where you just work and do nothing else. Yeah, yeah. work and then you go home and then you go to sleep. Yeah. That's pretty much most of my time spent. It's like I get home and I'm like, "Oh man, I could do this this and this this." Yeah. Down. I'm yeah. Out. See, that's so this is the part where you have to make yourself go and and do fun, which sounds weird and, yeah. and dumb, but but it's also you kind of need to do that for mm-hmm. your own mental, mental health. health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to relax, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I've really done anything since last show. I huh. barely even watched TV. We did anything else? I got Xenoblade. Oh, oh yeah, how is Xenoblade? I like it. It's really good. It mm. just—it's a great JRPG. Feels a lot like a like a PlayStation One mm. JRPG from the back in those days, which is fine. That's the, fine. Those are good games. The yeah. Golden Age. Yeah. yeah. The only thing. The only bad thing about it really is the character design is all over the place. Yeah. Like they they everybody looks stupid for one. <laughs> I mean, it's a JRPG. Yeah, like extra stupid. Yeah. Well, it's it goes back to the PlayStation 1 era. Everybody looked ridiculous then too, but Yeah. I I I heard on another show that like the main character's like a a diver has like a diver suit thing. Yeah. But when he's not diving, he takes off his pants but leaves his armor on. So he has like just like shorts underneath. He has like he has like these weird leg parts that go over his leg, but not in the center. Yeah, like <laughs> so he's, he's wearing like metal chaps, kind of. Yeah, it's really weird. That's weird and dumb. And his diving helmet just flips back like it's a hoodie. Yeah, that's <laughs> hmm. So yeah, you're not in this for the character designs for one. <laughs> and then that the main female character looks like uh, the girl from Kill a Kill. Yeah. But without the self-awareness, so it's just stupid. It's just weird and, <laughs> yeah. Um, the girl that's also a sword that's also your love in- interest? Well, she's not a sword. But she calls herself a weapon, and she is kind of your sword. She gives you, well, yeah, there is a sword, but she's also still there. She's also the sword. She's not actually the sword. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't turn into the sword? No, she you, doesn't turn into the sword. You don't make out with a sword in this game. No. Well, that's one less reason for me to buy it. <laughs> she grant she gives you power and is in the battles with you while okay. you have the sword. Gotcha. But does she re- refer to herself as the sword? No. Okay. 
I don't know what her deal completely is yet. Gotcha. But Maybe she's secretly the sword. Maybe. Maybe she's secretly the sword. She's, she's a, a transformer. She's a bladed American. Yeah. It's just a thing people do in this world is there's crystals, and sometimes when people touch them, uh, a person or an animal or a Pokemon. When a person and a rock love each other yeah. very much, sometimes they touch each other, and a person becomes a sword. Yeah. Well, not becomes a sword, but <laughs> the... The crystal will turn into a weapon, and with, along with the weapon, there'll be a person or a giant talking cat or something like a bird man. It, wow. It's been, yeah. a very, it's been a very challenging RPG for bird person. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you, you, collect these cri- <laughs> you collect these crystals to get more weapons and yeah. side characters. No, I know. I, I kind of get the, the, the gist of it. I'm just yeah. making fun of the fact that it, the, your person's kind of a sword. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. It's, <laughs> it sounds bizarre, but it's it's a good game. The battle system's good. Uh, the other character is uh, they let uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Is that how you say his name? The Final yeah. Fantasy designer yeah, that's the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. They let him make a character for the game. Mm-hmm. He looks like uh, Cecil from Final Fantasy IV, but with a mask on. Oh, perfect. Which also clashes with everybody else in the game. It looks like a crossover game with characters from games that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> But if you can look past the character design, there's a solid game there. The world is really cool. Mm -hmm. Everything is like on giant flying or walking titan beasts. Yeah. I remember that from the trailer. Yeah. Like your your world ship is actually a tiny one of those that like zips around because he's an old man or something. Yeah. Old man turtle monster. Everything is surrounded by a sea of clouds, Mm -hmm. which is actually like water when you go down into them. Interesting. It's and the main character is a salvager. He's a guy that dives down into this cloud sea to collect treasure and stuff and sell it for profit. He's bringing back dirt because no one's ever seen it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Waterworld reference. I got that. Yeah. I was letting the listeners know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you seen that movie? No, I have not. You've never seen Waterworld? It's garbage movie, Aww. isn't it? It's it's kind of a garbage movie. Yeah. It's but, but it's my garbage movie. But there's an extended scene where Kevin Costner uses a filtration system I've to turn his that. pee into <laughs> That's not drinkable an extended water. Scene. That's like opening scene. Yeah. Oh, extended it's, opening scene. It spends more time on it than it needs. It's to. Yeah, that's <laughs> definition of extended. But yeah, if you like JRPGs, you'll like Xenoblade too. Hmm. Uh, oh, the the compass on the map sucks. <laughs> okay. It's so hard to find where to go sometimes. Because mm. instead of having it point to like checkpoints that would lead you around to your destination, yeah. it just points straight at where the thing is. Oh, really? So like, if you have to go around a huge mountain, it's not going to tell you that, and you're going to get lost, and it's awful. But isn't the journey part of the experience, if Cody? The, <laughs> if the journey is fighting the same battles over and over again because you can't find which way to go, then yeah. <laughs> like it. Like a JRPG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe that's called The Grind. Yeah. I'm probably way over-leveled because of it. Yeah. Because I can't... can't. Then the map doesn't zoom out far enough for you to really be able to figure out where you're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they patch that out because it is a pain. Yeah. Well, here's hoping. But it's worth it's worth getting. Oh, yeah. yeah good. Seal of approval. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, let's see. I, uh, I've read a couple comics. Um, you just, don't say just, yeah, thanks. Nice. That's those books with the pictures. They the are words. the books with the pictures and the words. Um, sometimes pictures are even really good. The words are kind of funny. Uh, no, I, I, nothing too spectacular. I've, uh, gotten caught up on uh squirrel girl, 
the most recent issue was the zine or oh, the design looks, issue. It looks good, yeah. Where it's uh, a bunch of different characters, but a bunch of different artists and writers uh, write a one page, one page issues or two page issues or like many stories from the perspective of different characters. Like the and, and the conceit is they did it themselves. They did it themselves, yeah. So there's a Galactus one that was done by Jim, actually written and drawn by Jim Davis, where it's <laughs> big fat Galactus and a Silver Surfer that looks like John, looks yeah. like John Arbuckle. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty funny. There's a uh, a one page sixteen panel grid Howard the Duck, <laughs> where it's uh, Erica Henderson wrote it, who's the artist for Squirrel Girl. And forced Chip Zdarsky to draw it, <laughs> and it's just twelve panels of Howard the Duck making out with a human. <laughs> That's all it is. Nice. Yeah, like the first panel is like Howard's, you know, noir detective sitting in his office, and the second panel is like a woman in a red dress comes in. Is like, "Are you Howard?" And he goes, "Yes, I am, and I'm the best." And the rest of the panels are just the two of them, like <laughs> gross making out. <laughs> And the last one's like, I made Chip do this or something like that. It's great. Yeah. And very in keeping with Chip Zdarsky's and, and Erica Henderson's humor. Uh, but no, the issue is really funny. Um, it was a good breather after the last arc, which was actually kind of, it actually kind of got a little bit too long. They went to the Savage Land and fought a uh, robot Ultron T-Rex, which sounds awesome, but it lasted maybe one issue too long, I think. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm still enjoying that book. Uh, what else have I flipped through? Um, <laughs> must not have been important because I can't remember it. <laughs> Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Oh, it was uh, um, Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. That book is getting weird, but well, the it good, is the Doom Patrol. The good kind of weird. It's um, they they wrapped up their their last arc a few issues ago, so it's at the point in the next story arc where nothing makes sense. That's mm. kind of that's kind of the the way these the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is like, it was almost like a DC's precursor to X-Men. Yeah. Kind of very similar ideas, you know, outcast, freaks of nature kind of thing, all banding together to save the a world that hates and fears them. Sounds like X-Men. They live on Mars and there's demons come out of these portals. Oh, that's Doom. Yeah, it's Doom. That's, that's actual Doom. Doom. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like that. That was good. Doom Patrol has been used over the years because it's so similar to like X-Men. They've been used to like go in just like weird out there, like crazy concept kind of ways. And this newest uh, run does a very similar thing where it's like four or five issues into it. Nothing makes sense. It's just a hodgepodge of scenes. And by the end of like the six or eight issue arc, everything ties together and makes sense and is very satisfying. But so I'm right there in the middle where nothing it's just a hodgepodge of nothing. There's you have like to a, keep reminding yourself this does have a payoff. This is going to be good. Just give it a few more issues. It's going to get good again. It's all going to click. But yeah, it's right there in that like nothing, nothing makes sense. There's an entire fantasy world that is in the back backseat of an ambulance that people can only access when the ambulance, ambulance is being driven super fast. <laughs> Um, there's a man who is also a cat who is also a, a punk rocker, uh, for no reason. Internet. Yeah. There's, uh, the old, um, what was it? The old Charles Atlas, the muscle from the, the old, the uh, muscle beach guy, muscle beach guy. Um, his name is flex Mentolo. He is the hero of the beach and he can warp reality by flexing his muscles, but only as long as people believe in him and he has an inflated ego. <laughs> Nothing in this comic makes sense. 
and I love it. So none of the original Doom Patrol characters are in it? Oh, yeah. No, they're in it. Oh, okay. Uh, at least Robot Man and Negative Man. Okay. Um, yeah, they haven't gotten to Girl yet. Mm. As she's kind of a problematic character, unfortunately, just because they've... From the time she was created, the whole... Wasn't it kind of a fat, shamey thing? Or like no, that was... No, that was uh, Big Bertha from uh, um, uh, Great Lakes Great Avengers. Avengers. No, um, you remember you've seen like old panels, old weird panels of like the Fantastic Four, where Invisible Girl or Invisible Woman was very much like the team mom and was kind of pigeonholed into that kind of yeah area. Well, uh, Elastigirl was never allowed to kind of break out from that uh. role. And she's been absent in the book largely since the 70s, mm. but has popped up here and there and has never been able to kind of break out and be like an actual fleshed out character. Fleshed out character. And so they've just kind of opted to just not use the character. They've introduced a couple other female characters that are actually really good. Uh, actually, the driver of the how do I explain it? The driver of the ambulance is a person manifested solely from the fantasy world that is in in the back of the ambulance. She was a comic book character in a comic book store that's inside the world that is inside the back of the ambulance <laughs> that has been turned into a human that is the protector of the ambulance that has to drive the ambulance around to keep the world going as also the leader of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> wow. Nothing in this comic makes sense and I love it. <laughs> huh. Yeah. That's huh. viewed. Yeah. I think you guys have the right, like, <gasps> response. Yeah. I think that's the huh. response that Gerard Way is going for. <laughs> Hashtag comics. Also, fun fact, it's being written by the My Chemical Romance guy. When I that's... was a young boy, my father, <laughs> he drove around an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> to keep a fantasy world alive. <laughs> anyway, I think we've hit time for this break, so let's go ahead and take a break. And when we get back, we'll talk about a little bit of this news. I'm the only kid in my home school Doesn't get to see movies rated R Given up on being cool. So it's close, but no cigar. This might be your last opportunity to do at least one thing right by me. There's only one thing that I want. 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 I don't even know if I'm getting one. Shook every box under the tree I'm a good boy and their only son Why would they deprive me? This one's sweater and this one's socks Maybe they put it in a different box There's only one thing that I want There's only one thing that I want There's only one thing that I want There's only one thing that I want
Hey, everybody, we're back. That was 2600 by Jonathan Colton featuring John Roderick of The Long Winters. From the album One Christmas at a Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I scared you for a second You there. did. You, you almost said push, putting the days to bed, yeah. which is an excellent album, actually. Yeah, actually, it's a it really very, is. very good album. Um, my brother, my brother and me. It's a great. <laughs> That's a reference. Okay, anyway, we're going to get into a little bit of news, and I know we teased the video game awards, but I think we're going to hold off on that till the very end. So let's fly through these other ones real quick. First off, this one's a weird one. <laughs> so there's going to be a movie about a detective Pikachu yeah, from a, the Pokemon yeah, games. Yeah, there's going to be a live action Pokemon movie, but not in the way you would want or expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the one everybody wants. It's the one where Pikachu has a deer stalker hat on and solves crimes. And speaks English. Yeah. It speaks perfect English. And not the Pikachu you know. It's a different one. It's a different one. <laughs> and Well, here's the thing. When you think of talking Pikachu, what kind of voice would you imagine coming out of it? Well, you know, Ash, the murder <laughs> happened over there. I mean, what if they got Benedict Cumberbatch? It's not Benedict it's Cumberbatch. It's not Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> but uh, what if they did? <laughs> yeah. No, who they got was Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. Deadpool is the voice of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Deadpool, I thought he was Green Lantern. <laughs> I thought he owned a pizza place with a guy and a girl. <laughs> I thought he was Van Wilder. <laughs> That's the right guy, That's, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you got it. You got it. Nailed it. You're good. So yeah, Ryan Reynolds as a talking Pikachu that solves crimes. Why not? It sounds good to me. It sounds kind of wacky. Yeah. Not exactly who I would have picked. Uh, I mean, it's certainly not what the Pikachu. internet wanted. Yeah. Well, no, everybody wanted Danny DeVito. <laughs> Whose response to being asked was, what is a Pokemon? What the F is a Pokemon? And then when they explained to him, he responded, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, it would have been a pretty great, yeah. Although, as a detective, like a, like a old, like a older British serious detective, can you imagine the voice of Idris Elba coming out of a oh, Pikachu? Oh, man. <laughs> That would have been good, too. That would have been really good. That's been rolling around in my brain. I want to know uh, when we get to play the game. Yeah, probably never. Yeah, because the game is Japan only. Yeah, it's based on a game. and like. <coughs> so, they're, yeah. so they're making a Pokemon movie mm-hmm. based on a game that is was never released in America. Yeah. Maybe this will jumpstart it to get released into America. I would uh, hope I so. Would, I would hope so. So do we know any other casting from this movie actually yeah they casted the main both leads really and i forget what they are give me a second okay because like what is this going to be this can't be a it has to be a family film right yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's a pokemon I'm a, movie I'm well, but, ma- I, but i mean think uh, ryan I'm imagine like now like deadpool in a pikachu costume <laughs> yeah and the, the thing well, is yeah. ryan reynolds he's not only doing the voice he's also doing motion capture for this so does that mean are is he just going to be in one of those big inflatable po- pikachu like so. dancing dancing man costumes oh, you mean like the parade yeah. ones in japan yes, like the J- japan parade <laughs> costumes <laughs> those things are great yeah um, we've got justice smith as tim goodman oh okay and Catherine can't see newton as lucy I don't know who either of those people are, but they're they're the lead. You know those Pokemon mm. staple characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, the script was the screenplay was written by Alex Hirsch, so it'll probably be pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. He's the Gravity Falls He's, guy. Right. Yeah. Okay. So okay, that actually makes me feel a little bit better about the project. <laughs> to be honest with you. 
Yeah. Oh, no, Pikachu's going to awaken Bill Cipher. Bill Cipher. <laughs> Uh, okay, I don't know what else to say about this. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird casting, but I'll, I, I'll for I'll see it. For a movie yeah. that's I'm down, sure. Weird. It's good weird. And if you want a t-shirt that has Pikachu with a Deadpool costume on it. I'm sure it exists. T-Fury probably already has it, and now it's relevant. Yeah, yep. but only slightly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on, more movie news. Weird, uh, another kind of weird This is kind of a weird movie. one, yeah. So uh, there's going to be another Star Trek movie. Yay! Yeah. Uh, and it's also going to be Quentin Tarantino's last film. Supposedly. Figure that one out. Yeah. I I am totally stoked at the idea of a, t- oh, a I Quentin am too. Tarantino Star Trek movie. I'm less stoked that his last movie is a Star Trek movie, though. Well, you know, this will be the first and only time that he'll have like do a film that's based on previous uh, previously established franchise. That's true. So maybe he just loves Star Trek that much that that's what he wants to do. His send off. His his send off is that yeah. he wants to play in the Star Trek in someone else's universe for once. Mm. Maybe that's what he wants to do. Also, I know Star Trek is starting to get a little more cavalier with some of their properties because I guess there's a Black Mirror episode either I think it's either last season or this season. I think it's this coming season. This coming season. That is a Star Trek episode. Like huh. old school Original huh. Star Trek with the yellow, blue, and red shirts. Nice. I'm excited for Set that. In the black, but it's a Black Mirror episode, so it's going to be screwed up and weird. We and actually weird. watched a Black Mirror episode the other night uh, that was the most predictable thing a Black Mirror episode could be about. It was the one with the where everybody's connected in that social media thing where yeah. they can raid each other. Uh-huh. I'm like, after I watched it, I'm like, that was good, but also the most you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Black mm-hmm. mirror plot idea I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. So, so anyway, with this star Trek, this Tarantino star Trek film, um, he has said there's not a lot of news with it, but he has said it's going to be R rated and paramount says, yeah, says, sure. Okay. I think, um, did they say JJ Abrams is at least he's like co-parting with it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of okayed it, I guess. <laughs> you know what? Great. Yeah. Um, what okay. if it's all just set on the Klingon homeworld? What what alien race is Sam Jackson going to be? Klingon. My money's on Klingon. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't see it anywhere else. I want these I want these goblachen snakes <laughs> off this Enterprise. Say kapla one more time. <laughs> uh, so that's weird. It's weird, but I'm I'm in. I love it. I love the idea. Yeah, I'm excited just if, if they would actually get Sam Jackson to do a Star Trek movie. <laughs> it's a Tarantino film. It's going to happen. All right. So next up. So what's Marvel Rising? Marvel Rising is an animated movie that uh, Marvel's doing. Yeah. That uh, features a lot of cool characters that I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Primarily female characters. Yeah. Which is excellent. Yeah, um, I just think of the entire cast. I think only two of them are actually male. Yeah. yeah. And that's really cool. Some of the highlights are uh, um, Spider-Gwen. Yeah, Yay. Spider-Gwen. Uh, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Who's actually who's being voiced by uh, Milan Van Trupp, who's also doing the live action version Score of her world. on uh, New Warriors. That's good branding. So it's a good uh, synergy yeah. there. Brand synergy. Yeah. Uh, there's also Miss Marvel. And uh, was Captain Marvel too? Yes, yeah, there's Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Both Captain and Ms. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. There's um, uh, Miss America Chavez, which is really cool. I'd be really, really, really interested who they cast for. Uh... They Miss Marvel. Ca- they casted everybody. They cast have everyone. They? Okay. I don't have them in front of me, and you don't feel like looking it up. Yeah, they're not. It's nobody like. <laughs> it's big. no one huge. Yeah, but they're casting. Uh, 
it's a very diverse cast and they're the cast that they're that the voice actress actresses that they've cast match the ethnicities the ethnicities which makes me kind of think and i'm not the only one to think this it might be kind of a backdoor kind of post avengers thing where they're setting up yeah kind of introducing some of these lesser known characters and then all of a sudden they pop up in live action form post uh avengers infinity war part two so you have your squirrel girl that's already being voiced by the squirrel girl. You, uh, you have a Miss Marvel who is uh, of Middle Eastern descent. descent and... Persuasion of the Middle Eastern persuasion. Yeah. Also, I called it. They've been wedging Spider-Gwen into the main universe like crazy. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to abandon her universe altogether. And more than likely, something's going to happen and, and Spider-Gwen's going to permanently be moved over to... And it makes me a little sad because I really like her world. I, I, the, the punk band that she's in. I know. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. The Mary Janes. The Mary Janes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to the movie. It sounds really cool. It's it's going to be one of those direct to DVD deals, right? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah. Also, it's got Patriot in it, and I'm not sure if we've seen a live action Patriot yet. Well, it's not live action. Not live it? action. <laughs> and a motion Patriot. Oh yeah. A, a moving Patriot. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's wrap up movie stuff. Uh, there's Jurassic World two. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Trailer. Yeah, there was a trailer. Yep. Some of us have watched it. I couldn't <laughs> find it, so I haven't seen it. Um, but yeah. it has the the Goldblum. Yep, Jeff Goldblum reprises his character as... Uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Yep, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Chaotician. Yep. Um, Nature finds a way. Yeah, it seems like it's his whole thing is like he's talking to like a, like a congressional committee or something about... About dinosaurs? Yeah, because it looks like the whole point of the movie is... For some reason, they're going... I think dinosaurs should vote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to respect the rights of dinosaur Americans. Mm-hmm. That's right. But uh, it looks like they're going back to the the main island again, the the one from Jurassic World Isla, and Jurassic Park. Isla de la... Isla... I thought it was Isla Nubar. Isla Nubar, that's it. Isla Nubar. The second one is like... Oh, Site B. Site B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, Julie Nubar. Julie Nubar. <laughs> Isla Nubar. <laughs> But they, it looks like they're they're I, I think they're trying to get the dinosaurs off the island. Kind of seems like why they why would they why that? would they do that? Because that seems like a very bad idea. <laughs> so they can get loose in in uh, mainland America again. Yeah, again, for the second time. Oh, man, for the second time <laughs> involving Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> man, that movie's bad. And then he turns into a fly. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> But I a mean, real fancy space fly. I mean, yeah. life finds a way. Yeah. So, anyway. yeah. I don't know. There's a volcano and the island is like falling apart. And I think that's what's going on. But it looks like a lot of time has passed because everything is like overgrown. Mm. Well, it's probably real time. Yeah. Because a lot of time has passed. Yeah. Has it? What if in every... We were children when... <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, between the last Jurassic World oh. and this oh. one. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because it had some, some, of, some of the same locations from Jurassic World in it. Mm. But yes, a lot of time has passed between Jurassic Park and and now. Yeah. <laughs> what if in every movie Jeff Goldblum was in, he slowly turned into a fly over the course of the film? No. No. <laughs> that sounds cool. Jurassic World Two. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch yeah, it. I'm I sure. like I like the first one enough. Yeah. They I mean, they sure. haven't messed up the universe too badly. They the reboot really kind of brought it back. A little bit. So yep. like, I know a lot of people don't like it or whatever. I thought it was fine. That was fine. It was a fine movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a I, it was a logical progression if you cut out the other two. 
I don't I don't expect a whole lot out of a Jurassic Park movie. Uh, give me dinosaurs. Yeah. Give me give dinosaurs me the... and give me people that are running away from dinosaurs and then have to outsmart the dinosaurs. Yeah. That's what I want. That's fine. Yeah. If you were if you were expecting any more, like maybe you didn't watch the last one in a long time <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was fine. See, there you go. Okay, um uh, next up, Mega Man is coming back. He ain't little... dead. He ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> I lived. <laughs> the little little blue boy with the the gun arm and the underpants is back. Yep, for the blue another bomber game. is back. Mm-hmm. It's a two. Yeah, it's a two D side, two and a half D. Two and a half D. Yep. What's the half? The half is the is the perceived depth, but you can't actually move in the depth. You move on a so on a two dimensional track. So it's two D. But the backgrounds <laughs> are three D, and there's stuff in the foreground, like Kirby sixty four that you've never played. It just looks. It just looks like a good game. <laughs> have I? Have you never? Have you never played a two and a half D game? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. If I didn't realize it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's when they use 3D graphics, but it's on a 2D plane. Yoshi's Woolly World is okay. one. And I know you've at least seen that. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, Mega Man. I have one thing to say about Mega Man 11, and that it's better than nothing. <laughs> it does kind of look like Mighty Number no. 9. It does, doesn't it? Which is a little troubling, yeah. but I'm sure it'll be better because it has to. Is. <laughs> I mean, it would be hard not to be worse than mighty number nine i didn't know till i saw the other day that backers who wanted the playstation vita or 3ds version of mighty number nine still still have have not gotten it yeah it doesn't surprise me that game was a mess from the get-go and i feel very bad that i put my hard-earned money into it that (laughs) was a mistake but we talked about that like a a lot on the show yeah yeah but But uh, shante the game that i backed is getting DLC. That looks great. <laughs> it must be nice. Yeah. You yeah. can play as all three of her friends. Well, there you go. Hey, great. Hey, zom- I, still, I still want to talk about Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, let's talk the, about Mega the Man. The zombie girl can pull her head off and throw it and then teleport to where her head is. It's awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but Mega Man. Mega Man. Yep, Mega Man 11. And uh, it's like the 30th anniversary of Mega Man. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I'm just excited because I didn't think we were going to get another Mega Man game. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought he was, ever. He thought it was done. Yeah. It's been like, what, 2011 was the last one? I'm surprised they Something actually like did different graphics. I figured they'd go back to the 8-bit while 8-bit, yeah. Yep. Kind of like, oh, like what they did with the... Uh, uh, 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. Well, and Sonic. Yeah, Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. I don't know. Uh, I'm super excited. I love Mega Man. Also, on top of that, they're bringing back all the Mega Man anthology or uh, le- uh, legacy collections. Mm-hmm. To the Switch. Yeah, it's going to be on the Switch. And they're also releasing some of the X games onto the Switch Yep, as well. Basically, they've said in their little Mega Man press conference, every mainline Mega Man game is going to be available on Switch. So, no uh, But what if I really want to play Mega Man Soccer? Yeah. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super awesome. Nintendo. I yeah. never played it. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, yes, I, all the X games in regular Mega Man. I wish that. they would do something with Legends, but... It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, well, the one thing I was kind of hoping for was that um, for the 30th anniversary, this game would have something similar to the um, in, similar in tone, but not in like execution, like the uh, Sonic Generations, where you had current Sonic and classic, classic Sonic. Sonic yeah. You would have a game that has both classic Mega Man and X as hmm. playable characters. That would be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. 
They should just use the Mega Man uh, model from Smash Brothers because it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and and the X model from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah, because that was the one thing in that game that looked decent. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's gotten better. They've patched almost every character in the game <laughs> to make them look a little better. But yeah, Mega Man. Yeah. Okay, so we have about 10 minutes here, so we're going to get into a little <laughs> bit of this Game Awards. Again, I didn't know this thing was a thing that existed. I mean, it makes sense that it does. They have awards for every thing else under the sun. Yeah. But uh, I guess this is a thing. We've been doing it for a few years Yeah, now. at least in, since 2014. Yeah. yeah. I guess the biggest thing game of the year was Zelda Breath of the Wild, which really no is surprise. a surprise. Yeah. yeah. That was going to happen. It was down to that or Mario, and I think Zelda deserves it more. Yeah, Zelda got it. Yeah. Uh, which I'll we'll talk about that later if sure. we do our own kind of. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. Sure. <laughs> Actually, we're talking about Zelda. They, um, this, you know, they called it an awards ceremony uh, show, and there were a lot of awards given out, but the primary, like, it was a big commercial. It was a giant commercial <laughs> for like games that aren't out yet or games that are just being released. Yeah. And also ads for eBay. <laughs> and uh, Uber Eats. Did you see the Uber Eats McDonald's things? Yeah. Yeah, you can if you're watching it, you could get five bucks off your Uber you're like getting your McDonald's driven to your house so you can not leave the house while watching your game, game awards game on trailers on Twitch or Steam. <laughs> watching on steam i don't know but they were talking of uh, they were talking it up a lot how it was the first live streamed event on uh, steam for some <laughs> reason anyway they um one of the trailers they ran was for the new uh zelda breath of the wild dlc that hit uh friday yeah they're, they're they, pl- they played the trailer and then we're like guess what it's out tonight and it looks super rad. And it technically wasn't out that night because it didn't come out until midnight. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it looks super good. Uh, Cody, you played a yeah, little I, bit I of it. I played about 45 minutes of it. It's really, really hard. It's not really like the regular game content. It's more of a challenge thing. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about it more next oh, week. Oh, sure. When I yeah, get I'm, more sure time I will, with it. I'm sure I will too. But, yeah, we'll all play it by yeah. then. Yeah. But right now, I'm not totally impressed by yeah. it. Well, just wait till you get that sweet motorcycle. Yeah, that sweet hog. Yeah, there's yeah. apparently a motor. After you do it all, you unlock a motorcycle that looks like a horse. That's super great. Called the Master Cycle Zero. Yeah, um, I'm just looking forward to getting more background, which, which oh. puts Breath of the Wild in the timeline before the events of Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Because that one's it. called the Master Cycle in yeah. Mario Kart. So there you go. Yeah, it's the prototype of the horse motorcycle <laughs> in Mario Kart. Uh. All right, so what other games do we want to talk about? Um, um, there's a whole list of them here. We there's a new Soul Calibur coming. I'm in. Oh, yeah, man. they did, They just showed like a pre-rendered fight between so Mitsurugi, Mitsurugi, and, Mitsurugi and, uh, and Sophita. Uh, Sophistia. It was Sophidia? Yeah, yeah. Okay. which is weird because that means this game takes place, it's either a new timeline where they're rebooting it, or it it's a set in the past in the game's timeline because both of those characters have been off the roster off, off the roster for the last couple of games. In fact, Sophistia's kids have been playable characters in the most recent one. Wait, was that the one with Darth Vader and Yoda? Yeah, I no, think, no. There's one after there's that because there's one I haven't played, and that's the one. Yeah, okay. I was kind of burnt out after the Darth Vader Yoda one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's, I'm excited. I I love Soul Calibur. It's probably my favorite fighting game series. It's, it's one of my favorites. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was a big long Death Stranding trailer oh, that we got to talk it's about. It's not a game. It Ugh. will be someday. No, it's not a game. Uh, it's. I don't. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I don't Death know. Death Stranding is Hideo Kojima's new game that he's doing with Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro and Mads Mikkelsen. Um, what is it about? I don't know. No one knows. There are big. Invisible the, monsters with feet for hands, and a baby hands a, for feet. Hands for no, feet. And there's a baby. There's a baby in every trailer. And yeah, there's always one, a fetus in every trailer. Mm-hmm, this one ended up inside Norman Reedus. Norman it's, like, like the, Norman the, Reedus is Norman fetus. Yeah, it zoomed into his mouth, and, and he gave and a, there, the, the baby. Ba- the baby was there, the, and the baby gave a thumbs up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then at one point he was underwater, and yeah. then he was not underwater, and, and then a, a young man turned into an old man, and... It, and then uh, a, a guy with a face made of gold dissolved into black goo, and... And then there Norman was, Reedus threw up some of the goo, and there was bugs in it. There were bugs in it, and the <laughs> bugs floated up into the sky, and there was an upside-down whale. <laughs> I don't know what this game is, and it's... But it's awesome. Freaking me out, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Are we being pumped? Yeah. yeah. We might. I, I have a theory that maybe uh, Kojima just carts the, around these weird trailers once a year just to freak everybody out. Yeah. I I think it's just he Hideo Kojima loves movies, wanted to be friends with Guillermo del Toro and Mads Mikkelsen, and just wanted an, an excuse to... Uh, to just go hang out with them for a while. And he's using Sony's money to do this. Yeah. They think they're going to get a game, but they're not. They're going to get a new trailer every year till the end of time. I, I don't, I just, I just don't know. I don't know what this it's, is. It, it's, it's Silent Hill PT. He's finally making it. It uh, basically, that's yeah, probably what it's going to be. Yeah. I don't know. But Oof. what is this, like the third trailer? Third one. In and... three years? Yeah. And they we still have never seen gameplay. What only... the game looks like. Tangentially are connected. There's yeah, weird stuff. Basically, just a baby in all three of them. My and... my theory is the the baby is the player because mm-hmm. if you watch, this isn't going to make sense unless you've seen the trailer. It's not going to make sense anyway. That's true. The baby is the player, and whoever you're controlling has the baby or has the baby in them. Yeah, maybe. I just figured it out. Okay, it's the Binding of Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> and the little flapping light thing on is connected to the baby. Yeah, it's part. It's monster. part see, of I, the. Pl- it's the player's camera. See, I think the. I think the baby is a baby monster, and that is the. That's how they're they're using a baby monster to as a warning signal against the invisible actual monsters. I think that's what's. But the, then there was the weird floaty the guy with his red shoulder light. Yeah. <laughs> We should probably stop talking we should about probably, this. Yeah, this makes it's, it's like It's just word salad. Uh, yeah, okay. Bayonetta. Bayonetta 1, 2, and a new one, Bayonetta 3. 3, all coming to the Switch exclusively. And the best, oh. you know, the best part about Bayonetta 2, the 1 and 2, you get one for free if you buy two. Yeah, like you did with the Wii U, yeah. but now people will play it. See, there you go. Yeah, right. Even I didn't play all the way through it on the Wii oh, U. Oh, I didn't either. And you like gave me that game. Yeah, I had, I had an extra copy of the first one. Yeah. The first I like the first one better than the second one, but that's neither here nor there. They're all great games. Magic mm-hmm. hair powers and pistol high heels. Yeah. And hey, guess what? They confirmed uh, Amiibo support. Yes, Bayonetta yeah. Amiibos. Yep. Er, and, and, there and are, are cost- already. ton of co- Yeah, there's already one. Mm-hmm. Two. 
two. two well, they're the same amiibo. It's the same, same chip, yeah. But uh, She's going to have all kinds of costumes. I hope that it should support every amiibo. Every, this would be the game to support every single amiibo <laughs> released. Princess Peach Bayonetta. Get that mm. Wario, ba- Waluigi Bayonetta. Oh, oh, man, that would be great. God. It's, would... it's all mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, we got a, another couple quick ones. Quick ones. Um, yep. Uh, Justin Roiland and the Crows, Crows, Crows guy, mm-hmm. their, their VR game is coming to PlayStation VR so people can actually play it. Yeah. It looks weird and funny and like, one of his things that he would do. It, what is and it? it sounds just like Justin Roiland screaming, screaming at, you, at you about stuff. What what game is it? Accounting Plus. Oh, huh. the plus is everything not accounting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it looks weird, but I'm I'm in. I don't play the VR games, so you'll ha- you'll have to tell me if it's good. <laughs> uh, Job Simulator is getting a sequel called Vacation Simulator. And it and looks that's a like VR. more the same. It's going to be charming and funny, but ultimately just kind of a fluff piece. Yeah. Kinda. Um, World War Z. Uh, zombies. It looked boring. Fast zombies, hear. but yeah. zombies. It looked like every zombie video game they've made the past five years. Yeah. Why do we need this when we already have The Last of Us and Resident Evil? What is an Evil Dying really? Light. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Valley of the Gods. That looked really interesting. Yeah, that looked cool. It was by the people who did Firewatch, mm-hmm. so you know it's going to be a good story experience. A lot of walking. Yeah. It looks like two ladies exploring Egyptian temples. And, that's, and that looks really cool. And shooting, shooting pictures. Uh, video. Oh, yeah. Like old-timey video. Yeah. And uh, let's see. What was the the highlight for me was uh, the... The director of Get Out. No. Or, no, not Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. No, no. no. It was... Uh, What's the name of that game? A Way Out? The Way Out. The Way Out. Or A Way Out. It's, it's a, a Way Out. A Way Out. And the guy's... The director got up there for one of those like little free trailer um, vignette things that he was talking to um, Jeff uh, Jeff Keeley, Jeff the Keeley. guy that does the, puts on this whole thing. Yeah, and boy, he went on a tirade. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, very passionate about uh, passionate his, is one way to put it. His <laughs> game and the game industry. Mm-hmm. Had some uh, choice words for the Oscars. <laughs> yes, uh, he repeatedly said. Uh, F word the Oscars. Yeah. And then went on to bash EA for their loot boxes. Then immediately turned it around when he realized, oh, wait, my game is being made by EA. Yeah, I, sh- I probably shouldn't badmouth like the people who are giving me money. Yeah. Is that guy ever going to be allowed to talk? Probably not. About his games ever again. I don't again? know. Everybody seems Didn't to he love do it. something weird last year, too? I don't remember. I think Vinny was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I did a little digging on the guy. Apparently, he's like he was like a Swedish film director before this, and um, he's always been like this. <laughs> and the Swedish uh, um, film, like news, you know, media, whatever, know kind of how to deal with them. And I saw a couple of tweets from from writers from over there basically saying, yeah, you should have asked us how to deal with this guy before getting him up there. <laughs> And uh, yeah, um, let me tell you, God, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> like he was just all over the place, oh, and you yeah. can see Healy um, was trying like, to rein him in. yeah, visibly like nervous and was trying to rein him in, and it went on for way longer than it should have. <laughs> like if this was like any kind of actual award ceremony, they would have played the music. Oh yeah, and then he wouldn't have stopped. He wouldn't have stopped. <laughs> 
they would have had to cut to like commercial or something. But no, they just let them just keep on digging that hole. <laughs> Holy cow. But now I want to play his game more than ever. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to give that guy money to yeah. play his game. And the game looks fun. Yeah, it's like a two-player cooperative uh, adventure game, it yeah. kind of looks like, yeah. where you're trying to break out of prison. Yeah. Oh, that game. Okay. Like yeah. the show Prison Break, you know, starring uh, Captain Cold and Heatwave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was there anything else from the Game Awards we want to bring up before we wrap up the show? Uh, I think that there's probably something we should talk about that we didn't write down. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but... Oh, well. I can't think of anything, so let's go ahead and wrap up the show. Yeah. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, follow our YouTube channel, uh, Nerd Overload TV, so we can change the name, so we that don't have to do this part. <laughs> that would be great. We'd love to be add, added in with the social media part. Yeah. Um, oh, and share our share our page on Facebook. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, let people know about the show, so we can get more listeners and su- such and so on. Yeah, I, we would love to have more listeners. That would be pretty great. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher, uh, Google Google Play. We're on Google Play now. Uh, all the episodes are up there. We're on TuneIn. That's that's a thing. Man, you found a bunch of. I've found a bunch. I've been really. I've been working hard, man. I've been getting it. <laughs> and uh, um, again, we're also on WZMO FM in Marion Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. And uh, it's also WZMOFM.com. Yes. Yeah. We don't mention it often, but there it is. Yes. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Peace out.